Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Say hallelujah. Has God done it for you? Has God done it for you? Come on, clap your hands and give the Lord a clap. Lord, a shout of praise you can. Glory to God. Shout like you're on the winning side this morning. Get the devil mad. Make a Holy Ghost crazy noise right now. Shout like you entered into much on a place of victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Please take your seats this morning in the presence of God. Hallelujah. This month will be a different month for you. In the name of Jesus. I love the song because it says, He has done it. Not that He will do it. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Not that He will do it. He has already done it. So the things you're praying for in your life, they are done right now in the name of Jesus Christ. So the things you've been praying to God for, they are done in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's God's word for someone this morning. In this month of March, you will see the evident goodness of God in your life in the name of Jesus. Don't you say, believe in amen to that. Glory be to God. Are you glad you are in church this morning? All right, look to your left, to the right, and tell your neighbor, welcome to March. Welcome to March. Hallelujah. It's a month of wonders. It's a month of wonders. And that is not just a cliche. You will see the wonders of God manifest in your life in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 8, it's in the Bible. It says, I and the children that the Lord has given to me, we are for signs and for symbols and for wonders in Israel. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you say a loud amen to that? All right. Also, this month, we are starting a new series and this series is so important in the scheme of things where your life is concerned because God is set to take you on a whole new journey in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Our contemplation for the month of March is good success. We are talking about good success and our text is taken from Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Please turn your Bible there. Joshua 1 8. I will take a second reading from the book of Luke. 12 15 to 19 but our very first reading is from joshua chapter 1 verse 8 glory to god are you in church this morning all right genesis exodus leviticus numbers joshua 1 verse 8 says be do not let let me have the kjv just so that you know says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Alright, let's read in concert. Are you, are you ready? One, two, ready, go. Thy mouth shall meditate there and there and night. And thou mayest observe to do according to what is written therein. For then thou shalt make your way prosperous. And then thou shalt Let's read one more time. Read louder now. Are you ready? One, two, ready, read. For the last time, one, two, ready, read louder. Even if I don't preach again, if you follow that, that is already a blessing. But let's take a second reading from the book of Luke. Let's look at Luke. Luke chapter number 12, verse 15 to 19. Luke chapter 12, verse 15 to 19. All right, are you there? If you are not there, please behold 
the screen. Luke 12 from 15 to 19. We'll read together uh, the count of three. One, two, three, read. Verse 16. Hallelujah. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, you will bless your word. Let the entrance of your word give light in the name of Jesus. Speak, the, speak to us in the way only you can in the name of Jesus. Enlighten our darkness. Open a door of utterance to me. Let me speak as an oracle and not as an orator in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, I come with not enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of the power of God, that the fate of your people should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Let the entrance of your word give light in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory in Jesus. Our church says a loud amen. And just says a loud amen. All right, I'm confident that one of the mandates that God has given to me is to raise people from something to nothing. And I've seen that, sorry, from nothing to something. That will not be your opportunity in Jesus' name. From nothing to something, right? And this, I've seen that in the entire trajectory of my life, how God, you know, will bring people across my way, people who were literally nothing, and then we begin to nurture them, begin to, you know, pray for them, begin to impart them, and in my very eyes, I've seen people rise from nothing to something. I've seen people, you know, rise from the back side to the front line. I've seen people rise from failure to success. I've seen people rise from obscurity to notability. And this is the mind of God for us as a people. So as we look at our discussion in this month of March, your life will take a new turn. I thought you say, believe in amen to that. Glory be to God. That is why in this church, it does not matter how you came in. It doesn't matter how you came into this church. If you apply all the teachings that come from this pulpit and you prayerfully follow the instructions, all right, that accompany them, your life is not permitted to remain the same. In fact, if your life remains the same, what it means is that there's something that you're supposed to do that you're not doing. Do you agree with that? You know, we watched the movie Enoch and then I realized from that, I many of you have seen the movie, and I realized from that movie that sometimes just one instruction is the key to your next level. The man of God said, go and empty your bank account. It's a weird instruction, all right? How would you say that? Not even in the condition that we have found ourselves. But that is the way God works. That is the dynamics of the spirit. So you cannot use your human mind to phantom the way God works. Glory to God. And the and just the couple obeyed. And that is why they are where they are today. Glory to God. So we need to understand how some of these things work. So the teaching today is so profound. I would not want anyone to miss any of these teachings in this month of March. Glory to God. Now one of the most misunderstood subject matter in this part of the world is the subject of success. A lot of people don't understand what success is, so they define success as something that is erroneous. What most people refer to as success is not actually all there is to success. A lot of times people define success as, you know, the kind of material things that you have, the kind of, you know, house you live in, the kind of car you drive, the kind of clothes that you wear, you know, whether it's Ralph Lauren, you know, or you wear the latest, you know, perfume in town, you know, or, you know, you, you wear Ugo Boss, or you wear a TM Lowen shirt, or you wear a Zara shirt, or you wear a Mango shirt, you know, some of you are like, what's happening? It's, they are designers, amen. You know, so 
they, they look at you and they are like, wow, this guy must be successful. So they look at the house you live in, they look at where you live in. So this guy lives at Banana Highland. So this guy is successful. So this guy lives at Omole Phase 1. So this guy is successful. They assume, all right, this guy lives at um, maybe Dolphin Estate. He lives at Ekoi. So he's successful. He lives at, you know, some Tush areas, all right? So they believe that he's successful. So when you talk about where you live and you tell them that I live at Obawole, amen. So they are wondering, oh, Obawole, you know, where is the king? Why is the king being buried? You know, so they, are, they begin to ask questions. So they are like, oh, okay, where does you, I live at Yanopaja, you know, I live at Yanomoshuari, you know, I mean, you just imagine some of those things. Praise God. So they look at success with what you have, with your material wealth, your material, you know, uh, acquisition, how, how much you have been able to amass. But success is beyond that. In Luke chapter 12, verse 15, Jesus makes what I believe is one of the most powerful statements in his entire ministry. And in Luke 12, 15, Jesus said, Beware of covetousness, for a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. And that statement in itself is a very deep statement. If you think about it, if you meditate on it, you will realize that that's one of the most powerful statements that Jesus made. That a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Who you are is not what you have. So people judge you based on what you have. And I'm saying this to us young people because I'm also young. Praise God. Anyone who is below 60 is a young person. Amen. Glory to God. So, and I say this to young people, that we should be very careful that we are not owned by material wealth, by financial wealth, or the love of money. And if you look at the story that we read, there was a man, you know, who succeeded early in his life. He was a young man. The Bible referred to him as a rich, young ruler. He, he, things were happening to him fast. I believe that by 25, he got a job. You know, he was working in an oil company. Things were working well for this guy. And this guy began to talk about the fact that he was the one that achieved those things by himself. If you read the story, you will see that the man began to talk about and he says, oh, you know, I will. Go to verse 17. says, and he thought within himself saying, what shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruit? I am blessed. There's overflow. Verse 19. Verse 19. says, and I will say to my soul, no, no, verse... Verse 18, let me, let's see verse 18. This, and he said, this will I do. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Verse 19. This, and I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods and laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and marry. Verse 20. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night. So he was laying claim to everything. I will, I will. It was all about self. This guy, all right, did not have any consciousness of God in the scheme of things. He believed that he was the one who worked hard for what he had. He believed that, oh, the car he was driving is because he pulled that business deal and it happened. He believed that the house that he lived in was because he built the house. He had the resources. He had the wherewithal to do all of those things and he did it. So he began to tell himself that, I will. And God said, you fool, tonight your soul will be required of you. So God said to him, you know what? You think by your power, you have amassed all this. I'm saying to you that you can have everything you thought you got by yourself. But the soul that belongs to me, I will have it tonight. Tonight, reports in heaven. So you see that you need to be very, very careful. Very, very careful. As God begins to bless you, as God begins to increase you, that you don't think in your mind that you are the one that is 
doing those things. You are exceptional. You are good. I know my onions. I know how to strategize. I've done my feasibility study. I did the report. The report. I wrote the business plan. You need to understand that the race is not to the swift. God is the God that makes all things happen. The race is not to the swift. The battle is not to the strong. The bread is not to the wise. But God is the one that gives time and chance to everyone. In Matthew 19, let's read. Matthew 19. Matthew 19 from 16. What are the 19 here? Matthew 19. And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Verse 18. Verse 18. He said unto him, which Jesus said, Thou shalt do no murder, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witnesses, honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And he said, all these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? Jesus said to him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that which you have and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Verse 22. But when the young man, now you need to understand these things, all right? God was deliberate about the use of words. What did he say? He said the young man. He was a young man. You understand what I'm saying? He was just beginning to, you know, get some results in his life. Saying he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Now he was saying that, you know what? I'm, I can, I've done this. Oh, this one is ticks. You don't do ticks. But God said to him, you know what? Your possession is the real test of your commitment to me. Glory to God. So, you will be trapped if all you live for is to amass wealth and material acquisition. There are people who enter depression because they don't have a car or use an iPhone. But the past two weeks, I've not, I've not used my car. I have a car, my wife has one. I've not used my car. You know why? I, I just prefer to go in Uber. Because for me, it's more comfortable for me. I don't get to drive. I can pray. I can, you know, do other things. I can, I can walk. I can use my phone to do stuff. You get what I'm saying? So I left the car at home. Last week, I still left the car at home. But some people, they, 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 they believe that their material possession is what defines who they are. No! You define those things. Those things don't define you. Glory to God. So there are people who enter depression because they don't have an iPhone. In fact, there are people who enter depression because they are not using the latest iPhone. See, there is nothing so demonic than that. That you are, you are, you allow the pressure of the society, how they define success, to define who you are. God punish the devil. Glory to God. There are, there are people, you know, watch this. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 16 that the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, the Bible did not say that money is the root of all evil. No, he didn't say that. What it says is that the love of money. So people say things like, oh, money is... No, the Bible never says money is the root of all evil. What the Bible says is that the love of money. So when you allow money to own you, when you allow the things you have or the things you don't have to own you, then you have idolized those things. That's what the Bible says. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is talking about money. Glory to God. Say glory to God. There are people who classify you as successful when you have a high number of following on social media. Oh, that guy has 4 million followers. Oh, I have 600,000 followers. I have 200,000 followers. I have Instagram blue tick. 
I ha- people begin to. I'm, you don't know people are like that. You don't know some of you are even like that. That you look at your followers, you enter depression. That this follower has been praying that you enter hundred. It has refused to enter hundred. You, then you begin to think that oh, I'm. Meanwhile, there are people who are extremely successful, even by world standard and even spiritual standard, and they are not online. They are not on social media. I met a man who is the MD of Credit Direct, and he told me that he said we built we built a multi-billion business without being on Instagram, without having a website. Check it out. So I know that, you know, the world is moving. But you see, you cannot build your confidence in those things. That is not the parameter for success. Success is deeper than that. With the recent advent of Jack Bass, some people, can, some people classify people that are able to relocate as being successful. How about anything law to Jack Bass? He's gone. Meanwhile, there are some of us who are in Nigeria, we live better than them. So, living abroad is not a sign that you are successful. In fact, there are people who live abroad who some people here send them money to live. Are you hearing what I'm saying this morning? So you have to be able to put things in perspective and understand how this thing works and understand the real meaning of success. Glory be to God. Say glory be to God. In Genesis 39 verse 2, the Bible talked about Joseph. And this is so humbling. This was someone, you can show the scripture. This was someone who was in the prison. And the Bible referred to him as a successful man. NIV, Genesis 39.2. Genesis 39.2. Glory to God. Are you here this morning? All right, we'll wait for you. Genesis 39.2. says, The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. And he lived in the house of his Egyptian, Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything. Let's start from verse 1. The one that talks about successful. It's a version. Glory to God. Can you, can you find it? Amen. What version talks about Successful. Amplified. Amplified. But the Lord was with Joseph and he, now watch this, that word is so important. Though a slave, though he was a slave, was a successful and prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now, I like that word because of what it says. It said, though a slave, so even though this guy was a slave, he was successful. The Bible still considered him as successful. Are you here this morning? Now, this scripture is so confusing and ridiculous because how would you refer to a slave boy as a successful person? He does not add up. It does not make sense. It's not logical. How would you do that? What this tells us is that success transcends beyond what you have. Success is basically about who you are. So it didn't matter where Joseph was or what he had in terms of his material acquisition. What really was important was who he was. And how he saw himself. If you will ever succeed in life, you must understand that success is inside out and not outside in. So success, first of all, must happen on your inside. You must first of all be successful within you. 
You must first of all see yourself as a successful person. You must first of all know that it is not a function of what you have, of what you have in your bank account, of your, your, your pedigree or, or, your, or your, um, your, your degree. You must understand that success is who you are. Tell me, say success. Tell me, say success is who I am. So for you to experience success on the outside, it must first of all be achieved and settled within your heart. A lot of people don't achieve success because they are trying to do it from the outside. And they get frustrated when it seems like they are not achieving results. So for you to put the us before the cart, you must understand that everything that you produce out that you see in the physical, all right, emanates from within you. In Matthew 12, 35, the Bible says a good man out of the good treasures in his heart, he brings forth good fruits. A good man out of the good treasure, out of the good deposits in his heart, he brings forth good fruits. So you must understand that. You must understand that it is first of all inside out. That's the first law of success. It is inside out. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is it not as a man as is as he thinks that is the starting point your success would be a derivative of how you think your success would be a derivative of your mentality the bible says guard your heart proverbs 23 7 no proverbs 4:23 says guard your heart with all diligence because out of it flows the issues of life. Some fashion says guard your heart with all diligence because it affects everything you do. So you have to guard your heart. So everything starts from the heart. In fact the concept on which the teaching of faith is based on starts from the heart. Because in Mark 11, 23, it says, Whoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, but shall not doubt, but shall, shall not doubt in their heart, but shall believe that those things that they say will come to pass, they will have whatever they say. So you cannot scale a mountain on the outside, you have not scaled on the inside. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. You cannot scale a mountain. You, have, you know, if, you, if they are chasing you, if, 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 a, if a dog is chasing you and there's a wall of opposition ahead of you, as you are running, as you are seeing that fence, even though you are not there, you are on the other side. Do you, you, you get what I'm saying? How many of you have been chased by a chicken before? Or by a dog? Talking. Yeah, as you're running, as you're running, as you're running, oh, glory to God. Ah, when chicken is chasing you. So as, as the dog, an Ossetian dog or a bulldog is chasing you, there is a grace that will rest on you. As you are, you will run through a trip and leap over walls. You know why? Because as you're running towards that limitation, towards that barrier, in your mind, you are on the other side. You are, in fact, you are in your house. Say, ah, mommy, momeke, momeke. You, you are, you, you are, every other thing on the outside is just like it is already in the past tense. Ah, may God open your eyes. You have to scale it first of all on the inside. You have to scale that ladder of failure on the inside first of all before it materializes on the outside. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Shall not doubt in his heart. If you settle this, success will naturally flow into your life. Someone said, don't walk on having rather walk on being 
B-E-I-N-G. Don't walk on having. You can help me please project that if you get it right. Don't walk on having. Rather walk on being because with what you are, you will have. Don't walk on having. Rather walk on being or becoming. Because with what you are, you will have. So there is a kind of person you have to become first of all. For you to be successful. There are some kind of statements that cannot proceed out of your mouth. If you are aiming to be successful, you cannot say, ah, those successful people. No, we successful people. Glory to God. Say glory to God. You must first of all have gotten it on the outside. This is the way the world was designed to run. Our capacity... Our capacity for success is a product of how we see ourselves and who we are. In Numbers 13, verse 33, those guys went to spy a city. God had promised them the land. All right? And God said, you know what? For you to know that I'm certain of giving you this land, send 12, 12 men, one person from each tribe, to go and spy the land and bring a report of the land to us. To the people and of course he picked you know one person from each tribe and they went and they came back and they began to give a report and in numbers 13 33 I, I wanted you to see that that's so powerful there giving a report about the land right now there we saw the nephilim giants the source of anak who come from the giants and we were in our own sights as grasshoppers. Now, I have no problem with this. I have no problem with this. It, it can still pass. But you see, the next one is the one that beats me. They said, and so were we in their sights. I don't understand. Ah, karabakashitalaba. So who told you that they saw you like grasshoppers. Who told you when God has already delivered the land into your hand? So you are estimating yourself. They said we were like grasshoppers. Now that is bad enough. You now said, So were we in their sight. How did you become at tomorrow? How did you know what they were thinking? How did you come to that conclusion? How? I should never say how. How? Ask me how. Amen. Only leaders who understand that. Amen. Glory to God. They had a grasshopper's mentality. And let me define for you a grasshopper's mentality. A grasshopper's mentality is a mentality one has when one says, I am not like other people. I cannot make it in life. God does not love me. Other people can succeed, but not me. And it shows in the way that you live your life. Glory to God. How do you come to that conclusion? We will succeed. Say we will succeed. Say you will succeed. See, this has nothing to do with your background. Whether you went to school or not, whether you have a degree or not, you will succeed. Praise God. What you didn't have is just one degree. In this life, there are 360 degrees. So you cannot say because you didn't go to school or because you didn't, you know, go to Babcock. You went to Osu, Osu, Osu. You will succeed. If God be for me, who can be against me? Glory to God. So you are qualified for success. In fact, let me say this to you. If you ever thought that you don't qualify for success, you are actually God's candidate for success. You know what the Bible says? First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.27 It says that God, you see, uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And the weak things and the 
best things to confound the things which are mine so that no man should glory in his place. God sometimes raises ordinary people and makes their life extraordinary so that they cannot be able to take the glory for what God did in their life. I cannot take the glory for the little things I've seen in my life or no, for the great things I've seen in my life because God is the one who is the doer of all those things. I can see the hand of God. I've seen the hand of God. It is marvelous in my sight. I know that this can only be but the help, the message and the grace of God. That's what the Bible says. I am what I am by the grace of God and his grace that was bestowed on me was not in vain. So you understand that. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. And also, in this text that we read, Joshua 1, it says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But thou shalt meditate daily, during day and night, to observe, to do all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make your way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. So you see the word thou, you, coming up different times. The onus is on you. Glory be to God. Say glory be to God. But what beats me is that he says that to observe, to do according to what is written there, for then thou shalt make your way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So if there is good success, it means there is bad success. You see, the kind of success God wants you to have is good success. How does it feel when you are climbing a ladder only for you to get to the top and you realize you're on the wrong ladder. May that not be your portion. How many of you here, you've been trying to type a text to someone? You composed it, you've you know, deleted, composed, 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 and then all of a sudden, you just deleted by mistake. How many of you, has it happened to you before? What do you do? You first of all drop the phone. And go and sleep. Say, so you know what? I cannot duplicate this effort again. That is what happens when people have good success. That's why people at the age of 60, they say things like, oh, I wish I was on this path. There are people who are just picking their lives at 60. That will not be your portion. Why don't you say, believe in amen to that? Good success is the success that is achieved within the confines of God's will for your life. This is the kind of success that God wants us to have. Now watch this. You need to understand that you don't own yourselves. You are not here on your own. You are here to achieve some things that God has planned, purposed, and designed for you to achieve. You were created for God's pleasure. Revelation 4, 11 says, For thou art worthy to receive all the glory and honor, for thou art created. All things are for thy, for thy pleasure. They, they are and were created. You, God, God put you on the scene to, to see you to display his splendor, his glory. He has something in his mind. Glory to God. It says, Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. Before I sanctified you, I ordained you a prophet unto nations. Jeremiah 1.5. So there is a plan in the mind of God. There is a purpose in the mind of God. The Bible, alright, is God's manual for your success. That's why he says in Joshua 1, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You will meditate daily, day and night, day and night to observe, to do according to all that is written therein. Your life depends on that book. Your life depends on the word of God. Who you are can be found in the word of God. Grace made was found from the word of God. 
glory to God. What I'm doing right now was found from the word of God. The next dimension of grace made has been found in the word of God. You have to understand that everything that pertains to your life is stated in the word. Jesus said in Hebrews 10, 7, says, Lo, I come in the volume of the book to do thy will, O God. In Luke 4, 14, the Bible says, Jesus, he said, he, he returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and his fame went abroad. In Luke 4, 18 or Luke 4, 17, the Bible says, he found the place where it was written concerning him. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He found the place. Uh, he saw the place. Uh, he discovered the place. The Bible says uh, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the honor of kings uh, to search out the matter. You have to search it out. You have to discover it. You have to know what God is saying concerning you. You have to know what God wants you to succeed in. God does not want you to succeed in everything. There is that one thing that God wants you to succeed in. That one thing you have to discover it. So he says, you will meditate on a day and night. Success for you, for Jerry, is not success for me. So this will save you a lot of comparison. There are people comparing themselves. In fact, there are churches comparing themselves with other churches. No, every church is unique in its own, you know, design. Every life is unique in its own design. All right, so what God wants today to achieve may not be what God wants today to achieve. The fact that other people are succeeding does not mean you are failing. So you just need to understand what God is saying to you part time and stay there and stand in the will of God. The Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. As long as you stay on purpose, you stand in purpose, you walk the purpose, there is no reason why success will elude you. You have to stand there, stay there. The Bible says, he that till his crown will be satisfied with bread. You have to walk in there, discover that place and till that place and walk there and do what God would have you do and the results will manifest. I see God raising champions. I see God raising people out of this house. I see God raising millionaires. I see God raising bankers. I see God raising leaders of industries. I see God raising massive business owners in Gracemen in the name of Jesus. If I'm talking about you, let your amen be the loudest this morning. It will save you from comparison. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 12, they that compare themselves with themselves are not wise. What that means is that they are fools. So if you are not wise, what are you? You are not a fool in Jesus' name. <laughs> but where the Bible is concerned, you know you begin to compare your neighbor with yourself. You compare people's husband with your husband. You compare people's wife with your wife. You compare people's children with your children. You compare people's salary with your salary. How come this person is any more than me? I've never in my life compared people's salary with mine because I know why I'm in that place. I know what I'm doing there. I know my words. And you need to deliver yourself. Nobody can pay you what you are worth. That, no, these are no peace. No matter how much you are being paid at where you work, at where you work, nobody can pay you your real worth. Understand, your worth is in God. Your worth, Peniel, your worth is in God. He's the one who determines your worth, not your employer, not your circumstances. He determines that. He says everyone should esteem this, themselves according to the measure. Of Christ. That's Romans 12 6. 12 3. Right? Yeah. Let's let's see that scripture. Let me just close with that. Church is not closing. Amen. There's anointing here right now. Do you feel it? <laughs> it says, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Now watch this. 
I'm going to. This will save your life completely. Listen to me this morning. Change agents. Now, God did not say, don't think of yourself highly. He says, don't think of yourself more highly. So, for you to achieve success, you have to think of yourself highly. There are some kinds of jobs you should decide that you cannot take. There are some kind of salary when you go there and they call the amount. We are not of those that manage. Hey! You need to understand. You think of yourself more highly. There are some kind of business deal I cannot do. You cannot find me in car wash business. There's nothing I'm doing there. You set that standard for yourself. Someone said, oh, come and have the baby show. I said, for who? How much do I make from that? Do you get what I'm saying? Say, oh, I have this idea. You know, me. It's not pride. Someone said, oh, I want to invest. I said, I don't invest anything that is... I, I don't do thousands. I may not have millions, but I've set myself on that. I'm not you. Have you not seen people that you say, "Oh, you know, your clothes." It's my wife used to have a tailor. She just come and call her. I, I, I just call him out, and I'm like, "What kind of person is it?" She say, oh, "Say I want to sell." Then come and say, hey, "It's hundred thousand." She just say, "Hundred thousand." unique. It's hundred thousand, and she would just pull like that. It's hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. I say, "Ah, take seventy now. Take seventy now." Ah, I said, "Me, I will just jump and take fifty. She said, "No, no, it's hundred. Then she would then say, "Okay, no problem." Are you doing or you're not? She'll just walk away. She'll just walk away, walk away, walk away. Walk away. I'll just say, what, what audacity? She'll just walk away. Then my wife will say, hmm. Sometimes a day she will not call her. So on the second day, like you know, I say, and she call her name, you know, I'm ready. Say, ah, okay, when can I come and pick the clothes? Such, such audacity. When you know your word, nobody will price you less. So you have to think of yourself more highly. Highly, sorry. You see, you need to have a sense of self-esteem, self-worth. That's why a guy cannot be slapping you and be beating you and you go to his house and wash boxers and say that you are in love you are stupid you are fool you are mad your head is not correct you don't have brain they have used jazz on you I ain't share that's what it means how do you explain that to me how do you justify that to me that a guy is beating you in fact that is like oh he's sitting on me but I love him Love kill you there. <laughs> what kind of love is that? I'm on a job. They've not paid me for three months. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just pushing it. Pushing it. Pushing it. Pushing what? The highest is one month. Even that one month is by endurance and long suffering. Except God tells you to be there. And there's something for you there. Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. There are people who think of themselves more highly. Nobody is indispensable. Trust me, that's come You are the this thing, best time of the year. This one, that one. Trust me, if you, 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 you God forbid, if there's something that happens to you, that company, you, 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 suppose you, you have gone. See, but to think soberly, according as God dealt to every man, the measure of faith, and Romans 10, 17 says, faith coming by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, your estimation is predicated upon who you are in the world. Ah! ah! There is something you see, when you look at the world, you see who you are. The Bible says, beholding as in a glass the glory of God. We have been changed into that same image. Nobody looks at the mirror and goes at the mirror and sees himself and goes back again. The mirror, which is the word of God, is a reflection of who you are in God. It doesn't matter what your bank account is saying.
saying, who you are, God has said in his word, you will lend to nations and not borrow. It is in your interest that you hold on to that word and believe God. You are not married right now, but God has said to you that he set the solitary in families whose reports will you believe. Let God be true and amen liar. God is the one who has the final say in my life, not my pastor, not my leader, not my boss, not the economy, not whether tribu comes in or not, whoever comes in, whether someone or so, whoever comes in, the Bible says we God on our side we will do great things it's not a function of who is in government we know that if God be for us, who can be against us I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Some trust in chariots, some trust in the horses, but as for us, we will remember the name of the Lord, but they are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Let God be true, and all men liar. I am persuaded that God is able to do great things with me. Be confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in me, he will be faithful to complete it. He will be faithful. Judge God faithful. You will get there. Say so you will get there. In the name of Jesus. Shout the loudest amen you can right now. My time is up. We continue next Sunday. Lift your hands to heaven. So we say I'm a success. The journey of success starts when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you're here this morning, you are not born again. Lift your right hand right now above your head. I want to pray with you right now. That's where it starts from. Lift your right hand high above your head right now. Wherever you are, raise it high, high above your head. Don't be ashamed. God bless you. I can see you. Ushers, let's reach out to them. Raise it high, high above your head. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise this morning. Oh, thank you, Father. Please raise it high again, high again. Let them see you. Wherever you are, all over this place. Father, we thank you. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, church, let's join them. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for loving me. I thank you for accepting me in the beloved. I am saved. I am born again in the name of Jesus. I believe with my heart the Lord Jesus. And I confess with my mouth that God raised him from the dead. I am saved. I am born again in Jesus' precious name. Shout the loudest. Amen, somebody. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Sheung Oshibeso podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Sheung on Instagram at Sheung Oshibeso or at Gracemade NG.